From the wheat fields of the Thumb to the cherry trees on the Third Coast, Michigan grows more than 300 different foods and products that we all enjoy every day. We're on a mission to find every local restaurant, manufacturer, and food company sourcing their ingredients right here in the mitten. And in the process, bridge the gap between the farm and your fork. We want to introduce you to all things Michigan agriculture and food. This is Michigan AF. Welcome to the Michigan AF podcast. I'm your host, Noelle Nachreiner. Most people know that Michigan is home to hundreds of craft breweries and wineries, but you might not know that Michigan is also home to a growing number of cideries. Today, I'm joined by the owner of Farmhouse Cider in Hudsonville and the president of the Michigan Cider Association, John Behrens. Welcome to the podcast, John. Hi, it's great to be here. So I was reading a lot about Farmhouse Cider Company on your website, and it was just a really fascinating story that was incredibly well-written. Can you kind of recap it in your own words for us, how, how you got started in this? Yeah, so I started out um, about as far from making hard cider, I feel like, as maybe you can get. Uh, it was super cool to be an accountant, a CPA, um, worked in a corporate setting for some time. Um, but always had this, this dream to do something kind of like what we're, what we're doing now. Um, but originally I had purchased some property, uh, to the intent of keeping it in my family, um, gone back 150 years when my great, great grandparents came over, um, to the U S eventually to Michigan from Germany. Um, and so after my grandparents passed away, um, I had gone and, and purchased it. Um, just wanting to keep it in the family, you know, the thing that's been around for so long, I just wanted to slip away under under my watch. Didn't know what I was going to do with the property at the time. Um, just wanted to keep it in the family. So it approached all the aunts and uncles about that, and um, they accepted my my offer. Um, and so then kind of just, just had this property out in Hudsonville. Like I said, didn't know exactly what I was going to do with it. Uh, fast forward a year or so, uh, my then girlfriend, now wife, um, planned a brewery and cidery tour um, for my birthday. And we're making the rounds, um, you know, lots of great places all around Michigan, breweries, wineries, cideries. Um, and as the, the day went on, I kind of, kind of had the, the idea of, you know, I had been making cider for, for fun for some time, and, and friends were starting to ask for it when they were getting married. Um, and then it became friends of friends. You pair that thought in the back of I had uh, with this brewery, winery, cidery tool on. Kind um, of like, you know what? Why don't Why don't we do something like this? Uh, and, and like I said, my my now wife just like, oh yeah, sure, sounds great. You know, just kind of going with it in the moment. Uh, and by the time the next morning came around, I had I texted her to, to check her email, and I'd already filed the paperwork to to start the business. So um, it's sort of the the hangover that never ends the way that she sometimes describes it. That's hilarious. That is, that was very quick. So you quickly decide to start the cider company and you bring everyone involved kind of to this 150 year old barn on your property that you talked about, and then you rebuilt it yourself. Did you have a lot of experience with building and renovation? Yeah, 
No, not at all. There was luckily I had um, a couple friends that were builders, so they'd come by like on a Saturday um, and kind of show um, Megan and I how to do, you know, one piece of it, and then we're still working our regular, you know, full time day job. We'd spend the rest of the night during the week then completing that task the rest of the way around the building. And then we'd have a friend, you know, come by again the following Saturday. All right, here's your next step in how to do it. And then we do that. And we watched a lot of YouTube videos along the way to, to figure things out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it initially initially got started. And it, it was just supposed to be a hobby um, at the beginning. We meant to keep our, our full-time regular job, that sort of thing. Um, we ended up going to, uh, well, initially, uh, someone had done a Freedom of Information Act request to the Liquor Control Commission and had found our address that way. Because we didn't have any signage, we didn't have a tasting room, we didn't have anything. Our goal was just to be in a handful of uh, shops around the Grand Rapids area. Um, but someone had tried it and, and loved it and was trying to figure out where we were and done this information request. Um, and then ended up posting it on some of the um, local uh, craft beverage Facebook groups. Um, and people just started to show up, um, which was great, but we didn't have anywhere to sit. We didn't have, you know, anything set up. So um, we kind of had to quickly get all the necessary paperwork done to do that and created this outdoor area for people to come. And before then, it was just, you know, you can help us clean kegs and we'll give you a little tour, but there really isn't, isn't much else to do here. So. That's sort of how it, it all started. Um, we ended up in that first year going down to um, Navy Pier. There's the, one of the largest cider festivals in the world. Uh, it takes place in Chicago at Navy Pier every winter. And looked to that and ended up winning an award there that we didn't even know existed uh, prior to going. Um, that, you know, it started to give us a lot more attention throughout kind of the Midwest. Distributors started to call we said no for the first couple of years, and finally we kind of reached the point where we said, this is uh, too small to be a business and too big to be a hobby. We kind of need to choose what we're doing here. So we went to the, into the bank and got a big loan and decided we're going to try to turn this into a business, but you know, not lose anything that makes it special along the way. So that sort of led us to where we are now. Wow. So you mentioned that, you know, people just started kind of coming and, and showing up. And so as a result, you, you've then built a tap room, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then you also said you, you won this award, but you didn't just win it that one time, right? You've, you've won it repeatedly. Yeah. And that's when it started to really build. And then it was kind of like, all right, let's, let's actually give the people what they want. Um, you know, this was right when the demand for cider was, you know, kind of skyrocketing. Um, and so it's kind of like, let's, let's do this. You know, what, what's, what's stopping us? People seem to like what we're doing. We have the great spot to be able to do it in. So let's, let's take a chance and see what happens. That's really, really cool. So why, why Michigan? Why did you decide to start, to start Farmhouse Cider Company here? Uh, we have really great apples um, in the state, for one. Um, you know, we're one of the largest growers of apples in the entire country, uh, Michigan. Um, we have such great tannin and acidity um, in our apples, that many apples are often lacking elsewhere. Um, so we felt that 
you know, to make a great cider, you have to start with great apples. Um, and Michigan really second to that. So it kind of kind of made sense. Yeah, and you use only Michigan apples in your ciders. Do you have certain farms that you source directly from? Yeah, we've worked with probably over the course of the time we've been doing this, a couple dozen farms um, throughout Michigan. Uh, but yes, it is only only Michigan apples um, that we use. Um, so yeah, we're so proud of the, the fruit that we have here in Michigan. It's really our job to try to showcase um, showcase that. Yeah, and so how many different varieties of cider do you have to choose from? Um, in in distribution out into the world, it's usually um, kind of seven to ten different different packages um, of, of cider. You know, in our tap room, we've got more than a dozen options. Um, but yeah, out, out in the world in, in kegs and cans, it's kind of in that seven to ten range. That's amazing. And are they all apple-based? Are you using other fruits in, in, in other processes as well? Uh, everything we do is apple-based, um, but we do do some things with a lot of other, other fruits, uh, pears, berries, you know, other types of flavor profiles. Really, um, it, cider is, is as diverse a category as as really any other craft beverage, whether it be wine, beer, uh, spirits, um, and people are just starting to kind of understand that diversity. You know, craft beer didn't really take off until there was wide representation, variety of style. Um, people found that type of beer that, that was for them, whether it was an IPA or a Pilsner, you know, everyone doesn't love every type of beer. And the same thing is kind of happening with cider. Uh, and so, like I said, you can do a huge variety of things with cider. And so as we're getting these different options and varieties out into the world, people are kind of finding their, their favorite category of cider. Uh, that's the tool for the Very cool. And in addition to owning and managing and running Farmhouse Cider, you're also president of the Michigan Cider Association. Can you talk a little bit more about the Cider Association and what kind of resources that you're providing? Yeah, so we um, represent uh, all Michigan hard cider, um, which is a separate group that does the, the sweet, the sweet uh, fresh cider. Um, but basically, um, we do a few different things as part of the organization. Um, we put on what's called uh, cap stands for Great Lakes International Cider and Perry Competition. It's the largest cider competition uh, in the world. Uh, it takes place in Grand Rapids each May, um, and we'll have complete a couple thousand entries from around the world um, brought in that will be judged by judges um, from around the world as well. Um, so that's one big thing that we do is, is oversee um, that particular competition. Um, we also put on some cider festivals around the state of Michigan. We work on some legislative efforts. Um, also do some marketing activities to promote Michigan apples and Michigan cider. That's great. And it's great that even even though there's kind of obviously, you know, you're, I would say, a competition, right, with other other cideries, you're still, you know, really helping build each other up and, and provide resources. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. And we 
as a part of, you know, just as an example of that, as part of that competition, um, we partner with the Cider Institute of North America, um, which has a lot of great educational resources. Um, we provide some training and some learning opportunities through some classroom type sessions as a part of that competition as well to really help people that are, you know, wanting to grow within the industry. That's great. So if someone couldn't get over to Hudsonville to visit the tap room, where else around the state can they find, find farmhouse cider? Yeah, you can get, um, get our, our cider cans at most grocery stores, uh, Meyer locations, craft beverage uh, stores, really throughout the state. Um, and if there's somewhere that you frequent that you, you can't find it, you can always, uh, always ask them to carry it. We have a couple different distributors in the state if they were to reach out on our website. I'd be happy to let them know how they could go about that. Um, we also have a cider finder on our website that has um, some locations that have a variety of our products in basically all parts of the state as well. And can you share what that website is with our listeners? Yeah, so the uh, website for Farmhouse is farmhousecider.com. And remember that Farmhouse is spelled F-A-R-M-H-A-U-S. Kind of in, in homage to the, the German ancestry great well thank you so much for joining us and, and sharing your story it's really incredible and, and just really fun to hear um i really appreciate you being on our podcast today yeah thanks so much it's, this has been great um and if anyone wants to learn more about the michigan cider association uh, they can check out michigansciders.com or the competition that I mentioned, Flintcap. Uh, the website there is flintcap.org. So this has been great. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you so much. Michigan truly is a diverse state that has so much to offer, from wine to craft beer to handcrafted hard cider. To learn more again about Farmhouse Cider, you can visit farmhousecider.com. That's F A. R-M-H-A-U-S. And if you're looking for a map of even more cideries in Michigan, you can find those at michigansiders.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time where we'll hear about more food, drinks, and people that are Michigan AF. The Michigan AF podcast is a project of the Michigan Ag Council and the Michigan Grown, Michigan Great campaign. We are a coalition of farmers and agribusinesses committed to providing the best possible foods and products for our neighbors, communities, and the state we all love. To hear more podcasts and to learn about Michigan's agriculture diverse sector, visit michigangrown.org.